0: Welcome to the Start Messy Podcast, an action-driven show that provides quick, no-nonsense strategies and tools to get out of your own way. So let's start today with one messy action that'll get you closer to making your dreams a reality. I am your host, Christina Poole-Smith. Thank you for joining me each week as we discuss what it takes to get started achieving your goals and live a happy, complete life. Welcome back and happy 2022. I hope that you're really enjoying the beginning of this new year. And because it's the new year, I feel like it's appropriate for us to talk about New Year's resolutions. It's very common for people to set up New Year's resolutions at the beginning of the year. I love the fact that people get so excited to set up goals for their lives. I love the fact that people are willing to or have this excited nature inside of them. And there's even actually a study that has reviewed this feeling that we all get, or at least most of us get, at the beginning of the year. And it's actually called the Fresh Start Effect. I think we can all understand this feeling or this effect because we've all felt it at one point or another. It's that feeling of passion, excitement, newness. Like you're really going for that fresh start in this new year. It's a very appropriate name for that drive that makes you feel like you can conquer the world. But I want you to be honest. We're a few days into the new year right now. How many of your New Year's resolutions are you still even holding on to? Have you completed any or made any progress on them? The problem with New Year's resolutions isn't that feeling of excitement. That That's what we want to keep. It's the fact that New Year's resolutions have a habit of looking on the path, seeing what you wanted to do last year for your New Year's resolutions, and maybe you didn't accomplish that and then you get angry with yourself, you start self-sabotaging yourself or even just speaking negatively about yourself last year. So it can actually cause you issues in an unproductive way for where you are right now in your life. So this year, I want you to let go of last year's resolutions. Maybe you didn't get them accomplished. Maybe you did. Or maybe you got one. And if you did celebrate that, you also had other wins last year. Maybe they weren't tied to your New Year's resolution, but you had wins. Focus on those and celebrate that, the things that you improved last year. In my opinion, New Year's resolutions are different than goals. When you set out to achieve a goal, you go in with a different mindset than New Year's resolution. I believe we should hold on to that feeling, that fresh start effect feeling, but use it in a way that benefits us. When I think about New Year's resolutions, my biggest issue with them is that we set too many. That feeling of being able to take on the world will actually push us to set tons of goals or habits for ourselves, which is so exciting at the time, but can also be very overwhelming. If you focus on so many things, you're really not focusing on anything. So this year, I want you to do something a little different. That list of New Year's resolutions, add it to your master to-do list, will narrow it down to the things we actually want to accomplish, then create plans along with it to execute. Once those items are ingrained in our everyday lives or that we have nailed that goal, we can go back and review our master list to see what we want to do next. Sometimes the thing we want to do at the first of the year isn't something we actually want to do later on. So, I want you to pick out 1-3 to goals that you want to accomplish this quarter, but no more than three. If you even achieve one goal every quarter by really focusing on it, you will have achieved four huge goals that bring your life more fulfillment by 2023. How cool would that be? So, real quick, let's go over some tips on setting good goals. So, the first thing I want you to do is called dump and cuts. We haven't really talked about this before, but it's something that is really beneficial to clearing your mind. So, I want You to first dump out every single idea, thought, project, goal, habit, book you want to read, anything that's in your mind, I want you to dump it out onto your paper. Then I want you to cut it down to one to three of those items. I want you to dream big but plan small. So only choose one to three of them. Keep them on that master to do list so that you can review back when you're ready for your next one. Then once you have Your one to three goals. I want you to start your sentence, your goal sentence with an action verb. Then make it measurable and make sure that the goals that you are choosing are exciting for you. Something that motivates you at this moment because if it doesn't motivate you right now, it won't motivate you when you're in that messy middle. You really want to understand why this goal is exciting for you. What's behind the reason why? you want to set this as your goal, then all I want you to do with those one to three goals is to plan your first steps. Your goals should be outside of your comfort zone, but your first steps should be inside of your comfort zone. You don't need to know all the steps, just the next few to get going. But don't get hung up on not knowing all the steps. The goals that push you out of that comfortable, familiar zone are those that you may not know exactly how to achieve them. But the more next step you take, the more clear that picture will start to become because you're learning. Learning as you're moving forward. Personally, I will choose one personal goal and one professional goal for each quarter. What I do when I start the year is I plan in advance my quarter with the understanding that this could change because I may pivot directions on what I really want to do. As I grow and learn more, maybe that changes my goals for the future. If that goal no longer excites me or doesn't even feel relevant to me at that time, then I will change. It when the next quarter starts. A lot of people set up habits at the beginning of the year. They want to work out three times a week. They want to cook dinner five days a week. They want to drink eight glasses of water. They want to read 12 books a year. These things are habit goals, and a lot of us do this. We set up a gigantic list of habits that we want to add to our daily life when the new year starts. But let me just tell you, it is so hard to start a new habit, and I bet you know this already. And you really really need about an average of 60 plus days to make a true habit stick in your life. So having 10 or so habits can actually cause you to burn out or feel overwhelmed. So here are some tips for the new year when deciding on your habit. Your first tip this year, try to add one new habit each month. That actually sounds reasonable, right? Take your long list of habits and separate it into one per month this year. That sounds doable. Adding one new habit each month. Go ahead and have them predetermined so that you know which one you're going to add each month. Now, that can change, but go ahead and get you a little list going of which ones you want to do each month. That comes out to be 12 habits in a year that you will have in your daily life by the end of 2022. I mean, how awesome would that be to have 12 new habits formed and ingrained in your daily life. And by doing this, it will give yourself time to focus on that habit and ingrain it, really ingrain it into your routine. This also allows you to decide if this habit isn't for you. So, moving on to our second tip about habits. You need to give yourself grace and permission to say that that habit doesn't work for me. It could be awesome for somebody else, but maybe it doesn't fit your lifestyle or your vision and that's okay. You tried it and you committed to it for a full 30 days and found out it doesn't work for you. So, a little story. I wanted to meditate for an hour a day. So, i did did this for a full 30 days. This was a habit that I really wanted in my life. I had read where so many people saw lots of benefit from meditating for this amount of time every day. But at the end of the 30 days, I figured out that an hour is a very long time to meditate. And actually fitting it into my schedule was overwhelming and stressful. The exact opposite of what I was hoping to achieve with this habit. So, I gave myself permission to reduce that time down to just 15 minutes, and I love the feeling I get just sitting quietly and listening for God's voice, but an hour was just too much time. 15 minutes easily fit into my schedule and made that task seem more enjoyable. I got the benefits out of meditation with just 15 minutes a day instead of that one hour. So your third tip will be to select a time when you want to complete your new habit. When you've decided which habits to add each month, write out the time that you want to complete it. So an example of this would be, I want to go for a one mile run at 7am every weekday. That gives you a time, a day, and how far you want to go. And you want to do it for the next 52 weeks. You want to do it for the full year. That gives you a trackable measurement. The fourth tip that I have about habits is really to give yourself a leniency factor for success. What I mean by this is if you complete this habit 80% of the time that you say that you're going to complete it, then it's a success. Whatever percentage or number of times a week that you really want to commit to it, and count that as your success factor. Things happen and life gets in the way sometimes. We cannot be perfect and we are not perfect. So give yourself a leniency factor. This will prevent you from giving up entirely just because you missed a couple days or feeling like a failure simply because you've slept in one day. And the last tip on habits would be to track it in your planner. Be sure to track it in your planner. Know how often you're doing it. Seeing it on your paper will actually help you feel accomplished, feel successful with your goal. So the things that we reviewed today were one, we talked about goals versus new year's resolutions. We also discussed how to create good goals, how to cut down your goals. You want to have no more than one to three goals per quarter. Starting those goals with an action verb, making sure they're measurable, exciting, and planning those first steps. You don't need the full picture, but you definitely need to know those first few steps. So then we talked about habit goals, and just adding one new habit each month will end up giving you 12 new habits in the year. You'll want to give yourself permission to let a habit go if it does not fit you, and you also want to select a time that you want to complete that habit, a leniency factor, and be sure to track it in your planner to have the best result for this new year. Your start messy action item for today To review your new year's resolution and see what you need to do to make them true goals that you'll stick with and you will achieve. To cut back on what you have, that way you can focus on what you really want to do. The things that are the highest priority for you, the most productive items on your new year's resolution list. Thank you and God bless. If you loved that episode, if that episode just got you so fired up and ready to take on the world, if it inspired you, could you do me a favor? Go out on social media and share this episode. Share it with your friends and then tag me in it so that we can connect and I can help cheer you on. I can root for you along your journey.